Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 99th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are featuring our Sparks Wine for the month. Um, and the last bottle of the month. Yeah. And this one is the cranberry, uh, is it just, yeah, sweet just table wine. Um, what do you think? That's good. Wow. It's really good. I, I really thought, so our initial plan, and I've actually got it here for people watching, we, our fourth bottle was supposed to be sangria, um, but my mom had to bust into this one. <laughs> and so we were like, well, let's, let's, what, what's another brand we could get? So we were going to the liquor store, the essential liquor store to get something and they didn't have the sangria. Mm-hmm. And he said, we've got the deep red and we've got cranberry. And yeah, so that's right. Yeah. We were like, all right, well, let's get the cranberry. And I was like, oh, I bet this, this would probably be a really good holiday wine. Uh-huh. But it's good. It doesn't, it's not like. I don't think it's super holiday. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. It's, I don't know, it's really good. It's, yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a jelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah, it does, huh? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it smells great. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's really, this, this may be my favorite out of those. Oh, now, I haven't really had the sangria, so I, I said it here, so. I thought we, we did have the this. sangria for some reason. I've had it before. Okay. I just, not during this run, so right. I don't know. Right, yeah, I like, love the sangria, because uh-huh. that's what we got Taylor for. Uh-huh. Her that's birthday. That's what we get. We got it for her for her birthday, because uh-huh. it was so good. Yeah, um, that's right. Uh-huh. But this is, I, I didn't even know they made the cranberry. Yeah, me either. Until they were out of everything else. Yeah, that's good. Uh, so this week, we are, we're actually going to do a follow-up episode from our Divorce Arona <laughs> episode oh, yeah. that we just had a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a few, actually quite a few people, reach back out to us after the episode and um, tell us some things that are not going very well <laughs> mm-hmm. since all of this uh, quarantine and the coronavirus has happened. So yeah, we wanted to we wanted to touch on that, but before we get started with that, Seth has his... Dumbass post of the week. This one was, I don't need it, it's, it's easy to remember. Um, very short. Yeah, this one, I, I think it, it kind of goes in line with what we're going to talk about a little bit, but it was very simply put, you and I are one big, it's complicated. Yeah, oh, gosh. And it's funny because I think there's some people try to use that and wear it like a badge of honor. I know. Like my relationship's complicated. Like like that's a good thing when uh-huh. it's not. Yeah. Um, if your relationship is complicated, that's a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like, I know that they're trying to be, like, funny about it, but it's not funny. And if you continue to have the it's complicated relationships, you're just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> These are a lot of baby daddy mama. Uh-huh. Drama Stupid back and forth, let's break up, let's get back together, idiot bullshit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about, uh, following up from the Divorcerona episode. Um, we wanted to, to share a little bit about, cause there were two specific 
people that reached out that we were like, yeah, maybe we should, you know, kind of talk about mm-hmm. what they have shared with us. Well, and it was, I, I think, I mean, we're, as, as, this is, is, as this episode is releasing, we'll be getting really close to rolling into the 1st of May. And most states have started kind of to announce their phase approach to reopening. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a good chunk of people out there that are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and either trying to gut it out in their relationship Mm -hmm. or this time together was extremely revealing of the quality and caliber of relationship they were currently in. Um, And so I think that we've seen some revelations come about over the last month and a half. Um, We've had people reach out that because of the downtime they've been listening to the episodes they've been watching yeah. the videos they've you know we've had a lot of people ask questions about past episodes and i'm like what like <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about like, I don't, uh, which I don't one remember. and i'm like oh my gosh that was two years ago i don't know <laughs> i don't remember what i said last week's episode let alone you know two years ago uh-huh. um but, but I it's think, nice that's been nice yes so, like, yeah, people, yeah people actually catching up and being able to Mm-hmm. To listen or watch, like we said before, I think we've gotten a lot more views on our YouTube channel recently, and I think it's because of the all of this yeah. being stay, having to stay at home and and not having the regular uh, routine like work routine where you're going to the office, so you're in the car listening mm-hmm. to the podcast. Now you maybe you know throw it on your on your TV. Well, and I think that with with a lot of people's relationships, I mean this. One of the things that a lot of workforce and companies had to figure out during this time was how to work efficiently. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever you get in that mindset of, okay, what, what can I do without? What, what's a necessity? What do I have to have? And you, you, you start to, when you're forced to have to prioritize thing, the things, you're, the side effect of that is you start to naturally reprioritize other things that you hadn't really prioritized in a while mm-hmm. or that you your your routine maybe you've you've been caught in a routine to where and this really hits on on one of the one of the uh emails that we received about it but you think everything's okay mm-hmm. because you're just going through the motions and then when all of a sudden you can't do that anymore you start to realize that wow, this, is, this doesn't work as well as I thought it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think a lot of people are seeing that in their own relationships that you know, I'm, I'm getting in this efficient mindset, I'm getting into this, in this essential and necessity mindset, and some of the things I thought were very important to my existence and who I am as a person, I'm realizing aren't. Mm-hmm. And, and one of those including... things can be their partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we, we had talked about, we saw what was happening in other countries, the divorce rates skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, of course, like we said, it, and it wasn't us predicting it. We just, everybody just, you should have known this was going to happen. Yeah. The divorce rates here in the States have shot up as well. Yeah. Um, because a lot of you are with people you don't like. Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, and I think that, like, because, you know, we always stress how much... The good relationships should not take hard work. And with people being forced to be around each other so much, I think they're realizing how much work the, they're a- actually having to put forth in 
this relationship and now they're they're questioning it mm-hmm. yep yeah I, I think that's a lot of it i think which which is good we you know we we continually talk about evaluating and reevaluating and stepping back and and having perspective on your own relationship and and looking at those pieces that make it efficient and less effort or and make it so effortless um, so i'm glad that people are doing that sometimes on that journey though you're going to find something that you don't really like. I know. And the end result may not be something that you thought was there or that you don't want to find in the first place. And when you come to that realization that may mean the end of a relationship, you have two choices. You can either accept that and Mm -hmm. figure out what the next step is, or you can deny it and be like, well, we can't be stuck in this quarantine forever. If we can just get... If if the only thing that's going to save your marriage is the thought... That we just need to get through this so we can now not spend time together. That's bad. You need to fucking get divorced anyway. Yeah, that's bad. And, and I hope people look at this. People that aren't married or people that their relationships are ending because of this. This should be something you should take away from all of this. At least that, that your next relationship or whatever you end up doing moving forward. Could I be in lockdown with this person for 30 to whatever? I know. Because I tell you what. Everybody that's so excited to get back out there, one of the one of the realistic things that could happen is we're going to be given some of this freedom for a while, and then we're going to be back in lockdown for twice as long. Oh, I know. So yeah. that is a potential, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something you need to understand. If you barely made it through this 45 days or whatever it ends up being by the time it's all said and done, could you handle 60 more? Yeah. Could you handle 90 more? Could you handle 180? Uh-huh. Um, I know. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so... One of the things you need to ask yourself with your next partner or your current partner or whatever it is, is, is this someone that I could actually spend every waking moment with for a very, very extended amount of time? And I started thinking about one of the things we talked about when we got done with our last Jericho cruise, mm-hmm. how by the end of five days, yeah. there were so many couples about to kill each other. <laughs> yeah, there was. Because uh-huh. they're like, oh my God, I've been trapped on this ship with you for five days. I can't wait to get home to get the fuck away from you. Uh-huh. And that was their mindset. And that was five days. Yeah, well, I know. And I wonder how those couples are doing yeah. now with all of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It was funny because we uh, we also we had another one of our, our, our friends uh, from Must Love Dog Social Group. Um, she's awesome. But she reached out and she's like, oh, my gosh, you guys, your new motto should be, can you be... Um, Dang, what, what, what was it exactly? It said, she said, um, you know, it should be find a partner that you can be stuck in quarantine with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, and of course, like, because us, like, good relationships don't take hard work, you know, that <laughs> it, being stuck in quarantine mm-hmm. with you is easy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not hard work. So yeah, I I loved that that she she's like that should be mm-hmm. one of your new mottos right now, especially right now because all of this going on. Yeah, it's crazy. So do you want to start with the? Yeah, the, I mean, I think we we can kind of start with the. Uh, what do you want to start with, his or hers? Oh, maybe we could start with his. Okay. So uh, the and. And the reason why we wanted to share these couple different stories is because it's from two different sexes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, two different perspectives, perspectives, 
And in two different phases of their own realization of their own relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the guy that reached out to us, he he said, you know, I knew that when all of this was going down, when, you know, all of the states and everything started to put the stay-at-home order in place, mm-hmm. the shit was going to hit the fan. And, and he meant shit was going to hit the fan at home with his wife. Mm-hmm. Because now they had to spend all their time together. And what did he say? He was like... Well, he, he was very... He was very aware of where, how their current relationship operated. Yeah. Um, he, he was one of those type of people that was, I, I would think based on some of the communication he'd have, that he f- probably fancied himself kind of the giver in a relationship. Yeah. And he knew what his home life was like. He was trying to salvage it. It seemed kind of one-sided that he... He could recognize the problems, but she was either ignoring them or just unwilling to fix what mm-hmm. was kind of going on. Um, he knew they didn't have the greatest communication. He knew that they they functioned at a higher level as a couple by not spending so much time together, mm-hmm. which is sad. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. Uh-huh. Well, um, and he like he said that he like they that she would do her own thing and he would do his own thing basically, mm-hmm. and that that kept them kind of sane, right? Yeah, because they, you know, once again, operated better when they weren't together, mm-hmm. which you know, he knew, admittedly, that that was not the definition of a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And so he was really kind of bracing for the impact of what damage that this would do. Um, but I think that there was a little bit of, I don't know if I'd say hopefulness, but... Probably kind of well. Let's let's see where this ends up going. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he he had listened to some of the stuff we had said and that we had talked about, and it ended up really shedding the full light that he already thought was there mm-hmm. on how dysfunctional that their relationship really is, mm-hmm. um, and how in, incompatible incompatible. That they are with one another. Yeah. Um, and th- this is a couple that had been married for over 10 years. They had two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know. I know. Well, and it was sad because, like, he he said that they even, you know, tried to go on walks together and stuff with the family. And that everything was just mm-hmm. a nightmare. And, like, they they would go on walks together, but... They they weren't communicating with each other. They were it was all it was all about the kids, mm-hmm. but they would bicker with each other because yeah. they someone was doing something wrong on the walk. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. Somebody's how, walking too fast, somebody's walking too slow. Yeah. And it's like how does how does that happen? Yeah. You know, the the smallest little things. Mm-hmm. Those nothing fights. We just talked about that a yeah. couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. It, it was when, you know, he reached out and and he's like, wow, you know, I knew that this was going to happen. I, I braced myself for it. 
But but he still wanted to put forth the effort to see what was salvageable uh-huh. during this time. Because one of the perspectives that he had was, we're going to be stuck together. This would be a great opportunity to fix what's broken. Mm-hmm. And you know some of the stuff that we had talked about, some things we had tried or, or suggested that couples try. Um, you know, One of the things with the role play, he was like, you know, if, if we had to role play, it would be a less role play that we like each other. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that, that's a pretty big statement that your sexy night of role play with one another is pretending that you actually want to have sex with one another. Yeah, that's not sexy at all. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, some of that's you know, said, of course, tongue in cheek, but it, it was ultimately he came to the realization that this is just, it's not working and it's not going to work and that if the only way we can stay together is to be apart then why should we be together at all? Mm-hmm. Um, and he... He's right. He's right, and he's filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what her take on it is. I would think someone that was kind of passively just going along with the misery. I wish that we could under... I guess we... I wish we could get her side, mm-hmm. too. You know, I mean, of course, because there is three sides to every story. Right. And who knows how she felt before all of this happened Mm -hmm. too but you know you know the i guess the biggest realization was that he figured out that they weren't compatible for each other period and it sucks to it because i and I'm, i'm sure that some of you probably think like that we would get some sort of kick out of people getting divorced because of listening to our episodes or whatever but that's not that's not we're not we don't try to promote divorce we try to promote being in a happy healthy relationship and if that means that you need to get divorced then then that's the best decision for you i mean I, i don't i don't know how i would say it i don't i do get a kick out of someone coming to the realization that they need to make better decisions mm-hmm. with their partner, their relationship, and if one of those decisions is finding a new partner or getting rid of the partner that doesn't want to change and doesn't want to fix it. And, you know, if you're in that, I've used the analogy on here a couple of times, if you're that one person rowing in the rowboat, you know, kick that other person out of the boat. Mm-hmm. I know. And so uh, it's not that, yes, they got divorced, no. but it is. But but then, I know, I think that, like, we kind of feel like some sort of, it's like a sense of, some sort of sense of happiness, because you feel like, you know, like when, I don't know, maybe maybe you don't feel this way, but when you see someone and they they do something that you're like, yeah, good job you mm-hmm. know i'm glad that you're sticking up for yourself or yeah. you know and that's kind of how and, i feel about and it and that that ultimately is kind of, yeah i think that's a really good way of putting it because it feels like they finally got tired of listening to the bullshit excuses on why they have to stay in a shitty relationship mm-hmm. and it's not that yes you got divorced it's like thank god you quit letting everybody else bully you mm-hmm. into staying in this shit relationship that you have with this partner that isn't going anywhere you're not having sex you're not happy you don't like one another you don't do anything together you have nothing in common with 
thank God you quit listening to everybody else tell you, well, it's normal. And you just have to tough it out. Yeah. And that's how all relationships are. And, and shut the fuck up. And so it is, I'm just glad that they have, you know, had the balls and the courage to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Because as I've said on here 20 times before, I didn't have the balls to do that. Mm-hmm. I had to get dumped for my life to get a hundred times better. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So as part of me kind of is a little jealous, like, like, what the fuck, dude? You were smarter you, than you, I was. You had, you had <laughs> the common sense to get out of that yeah, shit show. Good I know. for you. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that, that it's important to talk about that because I think that obviously based on the divorce rate increasing, people have come to that realization. Yeah. And... And then we're seeing it firsthand. Yeah, and, and having people reach back out to us and, and, and tell us kind of their story of the journey through this over the last you know 30 to 45 days on what they've dealt with and what it meant for their relationship, even if that ending was the ending of the relationship, doesn't mean that it's not a happy ending. doesn't mean that it's no. a happy ending, but it just means that you're starting a new chapter. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a different ending than what you anticipated, mm-hmm. but it's still... You still have potential for it to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so the the other the other woman the woman that reached out to us, I think I wanted to save this one for you know last or whatever because because of how she her viewpoints for, on our said. on our podcast mm-hmm. from what we've said from the beginning and about relationships not taking hard work. She absolutely, completely disagreed with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was, she was like, you know, every time that I would, she's like, I listen to you guys and, you know, you guys make some good points and, and everything, but there's, you know, of course, a lot of things that I don't agree with you guys about. And, and the number one thing was fundamentally the relationships don't take hard work. Yeah. Uh-huh. She's like, that's just, that's not true. Yeah. They, they do take hard work. And I am in a happy relationship, and it has taken hard work, and that's mm-hmm. just how it is. Yeah, yeah, and that's how relationships are. And <laughs> and spoiler the, alert, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, she actually came to the realization throughout this whole quarantine thing that she was wrong. Uh, you're wrong, <laughs> and um, and she, you know, she told us like. I I just can't believe that now I am agreeing with you guys. Well, and it was it was still more than that. There was she she had issues with the guys and girls can't be friends. Yeah. She had issues <laughs> with the guys night girls night out stuff uh-huh. that no, girls girls going out together, you know. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. <laughs> you guys need your own space. All that typical cliche advice that is not good advice that everybody throws you need your own life you need time away from your partner you need this and that what she didn't realize was she was listening to the majority mm-hmm. which are people that say things like that mm-hmm. and thinking well i do all that i go on girls night i get my That's my, okay. my husband goes on guys mm-hmm. night i take vacations with my girls here and there we go do this mm-hmm. i have my life he has his but we meet in the middle and it's this great happy fun relationship and because that's what everybody says is great and normal and a necessity to be in a great relationship, she just wanted to go along with that because that was the popular opinion and the popular view. Mm-hmm. And then here we come saying, no, that's yeah. not right. Uh-uh. Opposites don't attract 
guys and girls should be spending time with each other, not out with their boys or their girls. Or, doing well, a, not guys and girls. Your, yeah, husband and wife husband should and be wife. spending time together <laughs> over going out with their friends. Yeah. That if you take a vacation, it should be with your partner, not with your girlfriend or yes. your family. Or, I mean, I mean, extended family, whatever. Not with your partner not involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her and her husband were really living that life. separate but together life where they really thought they had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And going back to the guy that wrote in, they were kind of doing the same thing. But yeah. But he, he knew. knew and uh-huh. he, he really kind of wanted what, I don't know if I'd say he wanted what we had, but he wanted their relationship to morph into how we have our relationship. Mm-hmm. And she was the girl, nah. the, yeah, the, oh. the girl that wrote in was like, I don't, I have, I have the same level of happiness that you two have. I just follow this way, and these ways are not the ways you guys promote. And so, it was. She kind of had this, ha ha. You're wrong. I'm doing it my way, and it's working. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it's not working. It wasn't working. working. And she didn't even realize it until all of this. Her time with the girls was taken away. Uh-huh. His time with the guys was taken away. They couldn't get a break from one another. Um, you know, and she, oh, one of the other things that she said she gave a real heavy eye roll to was whenever I made fun of the the Dave Willis Oh, I know. Yeah, because she said that, that that was one of her favorite quotes, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the, uh, the, the Dave Willis quote of, uh, you know, uh, a, strong, a strong relationship requires two people who choose to love each other even on days when they don't like each other. Yeah. She was like, that's my favorite quote. <laughs> and... She said that she referenced that in this, and you know, I guess she was kind of upset that I had made fun of that, mm-hmm. and that she realized after going through this that it is so important to love and like your partner at all times, mm-hmm. during all times, and that she understood why we made fun of that now. Yeah, and then because now she's realizing I don't like my partner, and, and I, I dislike him so much, I don't love him, mm-hmm. and so she kind of gets it and so this this experience for her was a huge light bulb yeah um which this was probably more i mean of course more gratifying when someone says oh you were right right for (laughs) us but it's like but at the same time it's you know but this is exactly why we do the podcast it is i know is is for not to end in divorce not to end in separation (laughs) not to realize you need to get a divorce but we do this to help people See the forest for the trees mm-hmm. and step back and look and reevaluate. And like we said earlier, evaluate the relationship and say, wow, these things right here aren't working mm. the way they should. Am I doing these things away from my partner because it's just a natural inclination to do that? Am I finding myself? And that was the other thing was she, one of the things you know, I, I, I had said, or we talked about on one of the episodes, I think it was the the girls night out thing was if, if you look back over the last week or so and or a month and you're like what was the best time you had and it had nothing to do with your partner uh-huh. and she couldn't think of one good thing that's happened with her partner in this quarantine yeah. and she missed her life away from her partner mm-hmm. even if it was going to work yeah yeah because she's like i mean work is stressful enough and then but for me to love going to work Instead of spending time with my partner, mm-hmm. I would I would much rather take that. 
But I don't know. It was, I, I, like I said, I like this one because it was someone that completely did not agree with what we a saying, lot of yeah. the stuff that we said. And she pretty much listened to us for entertainment value or... Or to, or to, to, get, to disagree to get mad, with us. Yeah. yeah. I, and I know we have a lot of listeners that, that do that. They mm-hmm. listen just to be just to be like, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, I've done the same thing. Oh, yeah, I did the same too. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think that one, once you kind of start to, once, once again, once someone was forced into the situation that they th- thought would be a breeze based on, because they, they kind of were on cruise control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, we don't fight. Nothing's going on. And we have decent communication. But when your communication is, all right, I'll see you at midnight when I get back from running around. Or, mm-hmm. or how was work? Great. All right, you want to watch TV now? When your communication was about nonsense, it wasn't real communication. I mean, yeah. that's why we did a whole episode on the right way to communicate. Because it's not just talking. It's not just having a conversation. There's people that don't even do that. I know. But the people that do talk a lot think, oh, well, my partner and I have great communication. But you're not really communicating the right way. And, and they were in that category where they thought that they were, um, you know, good. They, she, like I said before, she thought that they had a great relationship and that she was like, you know, what we do and how I function proves your theories wrong mm-hmm. yeah i know well and i wonder if she thought about like the the amount of time well i'm sure she didn't obviously but the amount of time that they didn't spend together because she she knew that good relationships or what she thought had take hard work mm-hmm. and so it, it's kind of like well you know, if you thought that your relationship was great, then and takes hard work. Yeah, that it takes hard work. Like, don't you think that you would have thought that this time together would be just that she would have known that it was going to be awful and that it was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back? Mm-hmm. You know. But some people don't understand that, and some people don't realize. Well, that. it. it and it's because the, the the phrase that good relationships do take hard work, people just immediately equate that to arguing. That's mm-hmm. that's what everybody thinks mm-hmm. when they say that. Oh well, we no, we fight all the time. And we're in a great relationship. Well, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. But that that's what people immediately when you say good relationships take hard work, they don't really think effort. They think arguing. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I think that, you know, the the effort piece, I don't think she really equated that, well, it takes a lot of effort. I think she just really thought that argue because she also mentioned that the, the, the arguing and things like that is good communication, mm-hmm. which we completely, uh, yeah, disagree, completely with. disagree with. Um, and hopefully she does now, too. And she thought that they argued the, quote, unquote, correct way. Uh-huh. That we argue for us, not at each other. When it's like, well, if you argue for you every fucking day of the week, you're still in a shit relationship. <laughs> so that should be a pretty big red flag. Mm-hmm. And that, but, but that's what people think that statement means, that 
all of them. Well, you got to like people even on days you don't love them. Well, that means I'm mad at you. That means I don't like you today because I'm mad at you because we got in an argument. Everything usually revolves around a disagreement or an argument. So people think that good relationships take hard work means we disagree all the time and we argue all the time. But hey, we didn't get divorced. And that's their definition of that motto. Yeah. And ours is you don't get divorced, but you don't go through all that bullshit that you're putting each other through yeah. just to not get divorced. Uh-huh. Well, you know, we fucking duked it out last night and we had a screaming yell match and he called me a cunt and I called him a cocksucker. But you know what? We're still married. Good relationships do take hard work. <laughs> oh my God. No, you idiot. That is not, you aren't even reflecting the probably the initial intent behind that statement in the first place. Mm-hmm. I think the initial intent is the effort you have to put in to a relationship and a partnership, which I agree that on some level some people need to do that. We have acknowledged that we're the anomaly mm-hmm. where the effort piece just comes so naturally it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And it feels effortless, even if somebody wants to say, well, it's not effortless because you you do these things for her and it's not effortless for Crystal because she does these things for you. Well, it feels effortless because we just do it for one another without it's just thinking. Natural. It's not forced. Yeah, it's natural. And so people that are forcing that, and I think that that's probably where that original statement of good relationships do take hard work came from. You need to acknowledge that if you aren't doing what you need to for your partner, you need to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And guys, that means pay attention. Do stuff. Go shopping. Do chores. Be attentive. You know, whatever you want to put in that little box. I know. Well, and, and like what hard work is to some people, like people think that shit is hard work and it's, and it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> And so doing those things to some guys, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, that's a lot of hard I mean, work. I got to remember when her birthday is Yeah, and I got to get her a present <laughs> and I got to take her out to dinner. <laughs> what the fuck? You know? Which know. to someone like me, it's like, that's Easy. none of that's Simple. work at all. It's yeah. just, it's there. Mm-hmm. When it, you want it to do it, that, it's not like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it reminds me of the statement that life is easy. It's only hard if you're stupid. <laughs> and it's the same thing with relationships. Relationships are easy. It's only hard if you're stupid or you pick that the wrong partner. Is, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a really good one, actually. I like that. But people... People are just... They are stupid, mm-hmm. though. They don't understand it. And I don't under... I don't, I don't get it. I don't get, like, how people can can be so... How they can ignore so many bad things in the relationship... And it's it's not and, and I don't think they necessarily ignore it. I think they fully recognize it's bad, but they are convinced by all these other memes and statements and their friends and family that that doesn't mean you're in a bad relationship. I don't think they ignore it. I think that's why it's like, oh, that's how guys are. Oh, that's how girls are. Oh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I mean that and I think that that's where they've just been so inundated with marriage equals misery mm-hmm. that it's almost expected. I know. And it's like, well, that's just part of being married. And so I don't think they necessarily ignore it. I think they gloss over it and try to spin it like like the arguing. Well, it's a good thing. Arguing is... I read an article that arguing with one another is very good for your relationship. <laughs> oh, my you gosh. Know? I read an I article know. that eating McDonald's every day is good for your heart. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's true, dipshit. <laughs> I know. 
I know. Well, and I, you know, I, I try to think back when when I was in a bad relationship, and you know, trying to convince myself that things are okay, mm-hmm. and that you know that everyone does deal with these dumb things. I mean, not to not to be mean to my dad. But oh, here we go. My mom freaking dealt with a whole hell shitload of stuff that it's like, are you freaking kidding me? So I saw that my entire life, and I've and then I saw it in my previous partner, mm-hmm. and I was like, and you thought it was normal, yeah, I was because like, oh, yeah, you know this this is what happens, you know. I mean, I guess I'm. With a guy like my dad, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. But then, thankfully, I realized that I don't have to do that. And, uh, I guess, uh, to to be fair to my dad now, he he now has a good relationship where he treats his, his new wife really good. And he does all of the things that a guy is supposed to do in right. a relationship. Mm-hmm. So... At least he's he's made up for it. Well, and he proves the point. You can teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, right. I know. Don't don't you, he he disproves the theory that oh he's just setting his ways. Mm-hmm. So if that's your man's excuse, they're full of shit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They can so change. Yeah. They just don't want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y- anybody can come to the realization they're doing things wrong. Yeah. It's making a decision to not continue to do things wrong. Right. <laughs> that people just choose not to do. I know. Uh huh. Yeah, but I don't know. So, um, but I guess back to... The moral of the story is quit questioning what we're saying. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's like we said, uh, you know, from, from people reaching out and, and telling us like, wow, you know, I can't believe that, well, one person, I can believe that this all happened Mm -hmm. and that we are now getting divorced but to the other person that thought, they're fucking full of shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Like, yeah. their life's oh so fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. And now she's like, oh my gosh, you guys have been right from well, the beginning. You, you hit on something I forgot to bring up too. They, she tried to come up with reasons as to why ours was different and why hers wasn't. Oh, I know. To justify yeah. her own misery that she was experiencing that uh-huh. well you know they if if they had a small child together this wouldn't have mean and so once again if you want to keep using it as an excuse to stay in a relationship that's not my problem <laughs> right but it, it was you know it, it was it, it was it was rewarding to hear someone walk us through their point of disagreement and why they so wholeheartedly disagreed Mm -hmm. just to come full circle and say what I had in my mind was ideal because I was living it I've realized that this is not this out of above everything else I realized I'm not with the right person Mm -hmm. and they haven't got divorced but there's still this kind of evaluation of Uh what what do we do from here Yeah, Um, because it is the she she is now at the realization that if we stay together, it's going to be because the quarantine has ended mm-hmm. and we don't have to spend. And the other the guy that wrote in was like, that shouldn't be the reason we stay together. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that's so why she's still he, kind of in that. he decided to completely mm-hmm. end it. And we'll see what happens with, with her. I mean, I mean, it sucks that, you know, both of these couple people are having to go through all of this. But at the same time, it's like, you know, at least they're realizing it. At least they're doing something. Hopefully she will be doing something about their relationship. If, if you know, even if it is trying to to build something better than what they had before, that would be great. Mm-hmm. But if she's already to the point where she realizes that I don't think this is going to work, then, you know, it's like, it may at least make that decision for yourself mm-hmm. to, to break, well, and break it off. Some people just don't even hit that point. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't hit the realization. They just choose to stay in the denial phase. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, we've had people reach out that yeah. are like that too. And in that denial phase, that's where you start justifying what you're doing. And that's where I'm always like, well, what do you want me to tell you? Mm-hmm. Because you are, you're telling me your partner's doing all these horrible things and why you shouldn't be together. And then when I ask, well, why are you still together? And, and you start trying to justify it outside of those parameters You've made the decision that, you know what, this is an awful relationship, but I'm going to stay. Yeah. And that's fine if that's your decision, but like we said in the complaining episode, stop complaining about them. Mm-hmm. If you're choosing to not fix the situation and remove yourself from that awful equation, then quit complaining about it because that was your decision. You can reverse that decision anytime you want to. Oh, yeah. But I know. You, you made the conscious decision that, decision that I'm going to stay in this even though I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I think that, I mean, everyone already knows our take on on relationships and, and all this. And it was, it was really nice to, to kind of hear that, oh, you're right. I mean, mm-hmm. not like, ha-ha, I told you so type thing. Right. But it's nice to, to know that people are listening and people are understanding like wow you know and we're I guess we're maybe putting that I guess maybe planting that seed of you know it shouldn't take this much hard work and Seth and Crystal are right they just (laughs) they they have something going for them that a lot of couples don't yeah and I'm glad that, you know, we're here for everybody to let them know. Well, and I, I get, especially as of, I've always felt this way, but as of late, it's probably just gotten worse because of the idiots that were at our old gym. But I, I just, I get so tired of people giving advice, giving coaching, giving input who do not reflect what they should be talking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And yes. we sh- if we had an awful relationship, we should not be on a podcast telling people how to manage a relationship. We might be more popular. Well, yeah, cuz that's what all the popular ones are. Uh-huh. It's two fucking idiots that shouldn't be married together or married to one another doing a podcast and verbally sharing their train wreck of a relationship. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, once again, everybody can relate to, but there's no tangible realization or, or 
or the only light bulb that goes off is, oh, wow, my husband's an idiot like your husband, too. Or, oh, wow, my wife's a bitch like her, so too. So relatable. Yeah, so like, relatable. Oh, shut up. And that's, that's one of the things I'm so glad. Well, that, that would be nice if we saw the shift where people were to us like so relatable. Uh-huh. I have oh, I know. my I am married to my best friend. Uh-huh. We do everything together. We don't fight, we don't argue. We are inseparable and we are truly happy and we have sex 7 days a week. <laughs> so relatable. <laughs> there that I mean would there's nice. a couple. There and there's a couple of people but that it's are the like that. But it's very minority. very yeah, yeah, minimum. Minimal. But I think that it, it it's one of those things where when once you've figured out whatever the secret sauce is, whatever you're doing, the successes that you've had, once it's identified, that's why we share it. You know, that's why mm-hmm. we talk about what we did wrong in the past. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's, like I said, I, I just... Because we haven't always done things right. Yeah. You know, we're just doing things situation. right now. Yeah. It's, yeah. And we're from... doing things right for now. <laughs> but... Because we've learned. We've lived and we've learned. And we we want to share what we have learned and uh, share the now what we have, mm-hmm. this great relationship. Yep. You know, and I think that that's where, you know, people, people will share, you know, quotes or memes or whatever from other people. And it's like, well, what? The person that originally came up with that, where are they coming from? Mm-hmm. And be very cautious of whose advice you're taking, especially if they don't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. If they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. They're full of shit. They're absolutely full of shit. <laughs> and part of the problem with that is <clears throat> somebody else that's not walking the walk and not even talking the talk feels as you said, more relatable mm-hmm. to the absolute failure of the person that's just taken it upon themselves or themselves to dispense whatever knowledge they think they have for whatever false motivation or encouragement or whatever they think is there to try to tell people. Uh, you know, I've, I've used the analogy on here a lot about banking, mm-hmm. that you would not go see a... If you wanted to be a millionaire, you would not go talk to someone who... Used to be a millionaire and now has a dollar in their account. Or has never been a millionaire, but is trying to become a millionaire as well. Yeah. And the same thing goes for relationship advice. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't take relationship advice from somebody that's bitterly divorced and hasn't found the right partner. Yeah. Don't take relationship advice from the couple that hate one another. And don't take fitness advice from the two <laughs> that don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> right. Who put on 25 pounds in quarantine instead of cutting down. <laughs> oh, gosh. Be careful who you take advice from. So true, though. It really is. And, I mean, I couldn't agree more with that because it, it does irk me that people take advice from dumb shit people. Yeah. And I, I just, I'm just like, what the fuck? Why are you, lis- why are you even yeah. listening to this person? Show me. Yeah. Show me what you've done and what you sustained. And I don't, I'm not talking fitness now. I mean in your relationship. Yeah. Show me what you've done, how you did it, what your realizations were, and how you've had the legs to continue doing that. Mm-hmm. And if you can't show me that, then you shouldn't be giving people advice on anything Mm-mm. related to what that is. Right. 
And so, yeah. Oh no, I mean, I with uh, with everyone going back to to normal, semi-normal life here soon, hopefully. <laughs> um, you know, we just want to. We wanted to put this out there. We wanted to. Um, you know, tell you all like the all of the feedback that we received and all that, and just be aware, just be aware of mm-hmm. what you're doing in your relationship and how you are continuing to strengthen that relationship, really. And what 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 did all this result in mm-hmm. for you? Was everything, if you're in a great relationship and everything is the same, that's a win. Yeah. If you were in a semi-good relationship and everything's better, that's a win. Yeah. If you were in an off relationship and you realize that you shouldn't be together, that's a win. It is. I know. Yeah. The only way it's a loss is if you're like, oh my gosh, I realize I shouldn't be with the right person. Oh well, that's how marriage is. I'm going to tuck tough it out. I we're going to get by. I know. Well, That's the lose. And another, I guess another reason why we wanted to share all of this too was because we know that this is relatable. These people, these two mm-hmm. people that reached out to us, their story is completely relatable to a lot of people. And, you know, there is a lot of you out there that are like, that are happy that, you know, oh, I can't wait to get them out of my hair. Well, think about that though. Mm-hmm. Think about what... What does that really say about your relationship? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much else to no, add to uh-uh. you. I don't. All right. I think, I mean, for the month of March or April, you know, the Sparks wind. If you guys can get it, if you live in or around our area, it's been... Every yeah. bottle is I know. Great. Yeah. I know. There's been a couple people that, um, that have reached out and they've wanted to, to order it. I wonder if that's why our liquor store was out. Yeah, I know. Huh. Um, but yeah, so they've been wanting to order it Sparks, and all that. Sparks, if you listen and send us some free shit. I know. Well, and the thing, like... They the, don't have an Instagram. Yeah, they don't have an Instagram account. They have a Facebook, but it's kind of minimal. So mm-hmm. we... I kind of wish that we would have been able to do a little bit more for them. Especially being that they're a local wine. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else, but... Um, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.